Y'all, welcome back. I am very excited because we have an incredibly special guest this evening. In fact, we have two uh, special guests this evening. First and foremost, we do have Claire, who has never been on the show. So, I mean, dude, Claire, welcome, man. How you, how you doing? How's life treating you? Thank you so much. I'm I'm thrilled. Uh, long time, well, actually, never time listener, first time guest. Hey, so first time caller. Love the it. First, first all around. Love it. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> uh, stoked. And then also, we uh, we do have Lauren as well. She's been on the show once before. And, I mean, honestly, last time, Lauren, you, you were on a pretty dark episode. It was, uh, you know, the, the, we talked death penalty, and we kind of got, you know, we got a little right. dark. So I figured this week we'll lighten it up, and we'll talk yep. about abortion. You know, yep. it'll, be, it'll be really good. <laughs> nice, <Yep>. breezy topic. <laughs> um, <laughs> as is tradition on this show, we do have a, it's a scientifically formulated personality quiz. These are, these are very hard-hitting deep dives. So, and honestly, Lauren, I'm going to throw them both. I'm going to throw, Claire, you have to answer all of them, but Lauren, I need you too, because it's been, also, can you guess how long it's been? Do you, do you remember the last time you were on this show? Well, I, ironically, I think I was pregnant. Yeah. Was I, was I pregnant? Oh, <laughs> you were, because you weren't yeah. drinking. It was in That's August. right, oh. and I was very tired. It was in August, And we yeah. did it early because I was uh, so tired. We did um, <laughs> so I feel I like it's it. been like about a year. Almost, man. It genuinely, like we are running up on it. So oh, to give our, our, our millions of listeners a, a refresh of who you are, and Claire, they obviously, they are clamoring to know who you are. Oh, also Vance is here. Everybody, you know. Oh, make, yeah. Uh, I think, What's yeah, up? I think that's, come on. We all know that. So, <laughs> so are you guys ready? Uh, this is big stuff. Are you guys ready for question one of this hard-hitting personality quiz? Yeah, let's do it. I'm ready. Perfect. I'm ready. Are you a fan of the snooze button on your alarm? Morning goes, you know, morning starts, alarm goes off. Do you snooze? And if so, how many times? I mean, aggressively so. I'm a really? Huge, oh. huge snoozer. It's a huge problem in my life. Uh, I snooze, I don't know, sometimes I'll snooze for an hour. Dude. I've snoozed for two hours. Uh, this is pretty regular. That's too. a beautiful thing. Honestly, yeah. I love it. I, I am the same. Uh, thankfully, my wife gets up before me because the day she doesn't, she hates me so much. I, I, I love that back and forth. Like, oh, there's the alarm snooze again. Oh, like that is, it's a beautiful, delirious moment. I, I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's thrilling. It's also miserable. So it's well. like, you know, it's, it's like you hate yourself enough to go through it every morning, but you tell yourself there's something at the end of the rainbow. It's just, you know, it's just a roller coaster. Such a, what a way to start the day. One of these times when the alarm goes off, then I'll be ready to face the day. It's not going to be the next time, but maybe the one after that. Oh. M- maybe. Lauren, you a snoozer. H- how do you do? Um, well, Vance knows the answer to this. I don't, I have, I don't think I've ever snoozed once in my life. Yeah, you've never done it. Alarm, yeah. Alarm's off. Done. Uh-huh. Are you a morning person? I, I, you know, I, I don't, I think we've only ever like hung yeah. out your house in the morning like twice. Are, are you like yeah, an like, up and at him? right now i'm usually like <laughs> slipping between the sheets it's nine seventeen, guys like this is when things are winding down for me i love it's it true. i love, love <laughs> it's past so your much. bedtime already oh man i mean hey you're a new mom Joe, i'm not, I, not even can judging i hit you, you with the uh, bible verse of the of the day I mean, we're in a person. We're in a personality quiz right now, bro. Kind of, uh, okay, kind of Deuteronomy twenty two, twenty eight. It's on topic. If a man happens to meet a virgin who has not pledged to be married and rapes her, and they are both discovered, he shall pay her father fifty shekels of silver. He must marry the young woman, for he has violated her, and he can never divorce her as long as he lives. What's fifty shekels in inflation? Like wh- where are we at today? What's the shekel? Probably like two grand inflation rate. I guess like two grand. 
All right, that's so that's that's the price of I can't even say that word because my son's walking by. That's another thing too. Uh, we've been talking about this this Roe v. Wade stuff like a lot, my wife and I, and like the kids are picking up on stuff that we're just gonna uh-huh. have to just go with. But we're not done with the personality quiz yet. Chapstick, do you have a preferred brand and flavor, or do you not care at all? Don't care. It's Carmax. Is that Carmax? Is that your preferred? Times. Yep. Oof. See, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna judge you. Actually, that Carmax is not. It's not that great. Okay, but this kind, if you get it out of the tube, you're right. But this specific type that they created, you, you don't want to sleep on What is one. it? Wait, turn it okay, yeah, what do we got? Yeah. Hit me. Daily Care. That's uh, okay. it's SPF 15. But it's not the one that squirts out of the bottle. It's a normal. Yeah, it's not the, it's not the goo. Normal. It's, a, it's, it's like an actual stick. chapstick. It's a stick. Okay, because yeah. it looks like Burt's Bees. The actual like thing looks like Burt's Bees. Yeah, but it's Carmex. For sure. Okay, I have. I might need to check that out because I'm, I'm slowly getting addicted. Lauren, are you a, are you a chapsticker? Nah. You just don't use it. No. It's a. It's yeah, dude. It's it's no, all no. it's all a corporate ploy to I keep your, to. like keep you using chapstick. Yeah, I used to use it. I and think I convinced you. Like, no, you didn't Wait, convince no? me. I just kept losing them, and but so I rant about it. Yeah, you do rant about it quite a bit. But um, then, do you have a a lip dry drying problem? I mean, do you have no. what? No, it's just you're good to go at all times. I do think it's, I mean, there's exceptions, but I do think it's true that once you get past, like, over the threshold of the dependency on the corporate chapstick. Yeah. um, Reach. (laughs) Then your lips are like, oh, wait, no, I actually, I got this. Like, I, I can do this on my own. Interesting. So, so in your mind, it's a crutch, but it's also like you, you become addicted to the crutch and Mm -hmm. you're better without it. Oh, 100%. I mean, wow. I will say I'm addicted, but I don't disagree with that theory. I do think that if I just abandoned it, things would be okay. But yeah, I'm, like, not, you I'm not willing to go period, through that period. For sure. It's like, it's like, it's like a low-level smoking. It. Like, it feels good, I bet, to have your lips all moisturized all the time. Smooth and mm. it's amazing. Yeah. Well, and I mean, Claire, you know from living in, in Colorado, because I mean, that's where I live now, like, it's so dry. I have, I, we have extra ones in the car. We, I, I keep extras everywhere. Like, I, I have, I'm looking at two different brands right now. Uh, Dionysis, D-I-O-N-I-S-I-S. Uh, it's made with goat's milk. It is Ooh. by far the best chapstick that has ever been made, hands down. Now, I haven't tried your, I, I'm going to have to try the daily Carmex just because now I'm intrigued, but Dionysus or whatever the hell Dionysus, I would say that. Like the, the it it looks like Dionysus, something? but it's not. Okay. D-I-O-N-I-O-S, maybe. Goat's milk chapstick. You'd be able to find I'm it. It's genuinely not to magic. interrupt, but I'm loving Raiden peering in Yeah, over he's very shoulder. excited. <laughs> Raiden, both my kids love Vance. They've, they've met him once, but they are, they genuinely love it. Like, whenever they see his name pop up, like if we're driving and they see his name pop up on the screen when he calls, they're like, oh, answer it, answer it. And I answer it, but I have to tell Vance multiple times, like, hey, man, kids are in the car. Please keep yeah, it. Yeah, try back to, in the try day. To, they've heard I... some. No, you've gotten better. But the first, the first couple of years. They heard some. They heard some choice. I don't know uh, if I've gotten better. I think I've more like, oh yeah, that's right. I can't <laughs> say that right. or talk about. All that. right. Um, this next question is very important. Uh, I'm going to judge both of you uh, really, really harshly. Pasta sauce. Are you a fan of a a white cream sauce, or are you more of a red tomato based sauce fan? Red tomato. Good choice. That's that's the right choice, Claire. Or just same. even a simple olive oil. With some mm, red pepper like flakes a, and Parmesan. Mm. Like Actually, summer. literally tonight we had, I picked tomatoes from our garden. I roasted them Painted and I got some caramelized onions and turned that into a tasty little sauce with some fresh Parmesan. It was delicious. It was very good. 
That it's is like delicious. a light, Claire? a light, fresh summer pasta. That sounds great. Exactly. I I don't love tomato-based sauces, but I mean, Ooh. I won't turn down a bolognese if it's offered to me. And what? How? Where does a carbonara fit in? Because it's not really a white cream yeah. sauce, but no, it's you're right. a good yeah. question. You know, question. and it's I think not like an Alfredo by any means. No, yeah. no, mm. it's an egg-based. It's own beast. I agree. Delicious. Delicious. I agree. Okay. That's the land where I'm going to live. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's then let's go. Let's press further there. If you were to make that sauce from scratch, you know, and you really want to make your sauce pop, let's say you've been cooking it all day, how many day old chicken nuggets would you add to make that sauce <laughs> really dude. just mwah? You know what I mean? We're talking, we're talking two or three. We're talking like a whole box. And fries. As an inside joke, don't worry about it. Moving on, (laughs) last question. Last question. What are your thoughts on Lin-Manuel Miranda? Oh, yeah. I actually want to know this. I mean... Do you even know who that is? Because your faces say, I don't know who that is. My face is saying... How could you not know Lin? Okay, cool, cool. Make it sure. Yeah, my face says I don't care about him at all. That's That's... Like, so you're, Lauren, you and Vance are on a similar page. Overhyped. Mm. Um, I just, I don't, you know, whatever. But the, the Le Bourgeois just Stop hate on the street, well. keep Wait, Claire, do you? A lot of I'm assuming you like him. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite pro. I'm quite yeah. pro. Yeah. 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 I, I, it's going to be us that. two versus those I two. I love Hamilton. Hamilton. I yes. love In the Heights. I love yes. Moana. I mean. Hell yes. So good. Moana was the, so overrated. What? No, I, I did like Moana. I just I am the only that. person that wow. I think it was so overrated. You are the only person that, I know. I, I, I cry that like it. whole movie. It's so good. It's so good. It's so, it's so it good. Is, I just thought I didn't like The Rock. I did not like The Rock cast in a singing role where he's like, yeah, he's his his little song is good, but like, what are we doing now with musicals that we're just casting? It's like the the ultimate casting someone just because they're famous at the time type casting. And I feel like Disney is better than that. Well, they used to be. Mm, yeah, not anymore. Now we're not. We're not doing. Now we're just going for star power. That's I just, love that's her. She is. is amazing. It's the Rock that I don't like in the movie. Hmm. Yeah. So that tarnished the entire thing for you. Wow. That's <laughs> it. Did what, 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 you're welcome. Like when he's singing it's worse than me. When, when the <laughs> when the actor's voice is worse than mine, we've got a problem. It's like same thing with Akuta Matata with Seth Rogen. Like. Why are you having Seth Rogen sing Akuna Matata? His voice sucks. I will give you that. The, the new Lion King is, is atrocious. I, yeah, I you got to pick good voices for musicals. No, nah, you got to make sure names are on the poster. You got to make sure that people walking by see the 58 names on the poster and they recognize them. I mean, it's like a, it's like an ACL Fest lineup. You have to make sure there's enough names, names. on the festival. Like, like you, got, you have to have the star power. It's if just we're going to get anymore. into this rant, the worst one is Russell Crowe and Le, Le Miserable. Yeah, and let me just, like he. He's going for it. It's literally what Russell no. Crowe sounds like. That's go watch it. <laughs> I've never seen it, so I'll take your. You'll word for never it. watch it. You will never get. No, you will you not get through the first that. five you know minutes never, of that goddamn. I'll movie. never even start it. There's no, <laughs> no, no, way. no fucking chance. No way. But uh, speaking of Russell Crowe. I do want to start this uh, to try to get on topic tonight. I I want to draw a clear line, at least for me. If you all disagree with us, that's fine. But here's my line. Personally, I don't think a fertilized egg is a human being. But at the same time, I understand that some people do. 
If you genuinely believe that is a real person, I get why you are anti-abortion. I understand. I disagree with you. I think you're wrong in the same way that if you have like a history, and this is a bad metaphor, but it's the best thing I can come up with. If you have a history of alcoholism in your family, you don't want to have one beer because you're scared that might, you never know, and that could fuck you up and you could be addicted forever, so you just don't even start. I get that. I'm not going to push you to have a beer, but I'm going to have a beer because I know it's not that big a deal, at least not for me. And I think that's kind of the line where I start with, like, nobody's pro-murder. You know what I mean? Like, y'all follow me? Like, maybe like BTK or something, like serial killers. But, like, nobody's pro-murder. Nobody that is on the, the, the pro-choice or pro-abortion stance is saying, yes, we should kill these kids. What we are arguing is that these are not human beings. Agree or disagree? Yeah, I mean, I mean agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. But that's not mm-hmm. what we're arguing. I think it's more. Well, that's just, like, I just want to make that clear yeah, from yeah. the top. But I, I know what you mean that I, yeah. I, I've thought that before, too. It, it, it's impossible to argue with someone who thinks that who fully believes that it's murder. That, that you that, can't even I, I, argue bodily autonomy if someone thinks that it's straight up and murder. they think it's the most innocent life. Right. Mm-hmm. So then mm-hmm. it's even further complicated because, you know, the, what comes to my mind is like, oh, a whole chunk of these people, maybe they're pro death penalty. Well, that's state sponsored killing. But that's not an innocent life. Yeah, that's mm. too bad. some bad people because they've done yeah. bad, bad things. You can point so, to the mistake you know. at least, right? All right, so etc. So with that said, let's let's try to rewind and let's let's kind of. I, I want to ask really all three of y'all, but Vance and I've talked about this. We've even done an episode. Hey, chill out, buddy. We've done an episode. Sorry, everybody listening. My dog's hurt. It's a thing. Do y'all remember when you first heard months ago the rumors? that they might be coming after Roe v. Wade. I mean, we're going back when, because when Vance and I first heard it, we both were like, there's no fucking way. Like, I get it, it's rumors, but this will never happen. Of course, obviously now it has. What were your initial opinions when you first heard the rumors? Did you think that had any chance? I, I think, well, Vance probably remembers this too. I felt, well, I had more faith in the court, um, (laughs) like coming at it from, as a lawyer and somebody, you know, and I've, doing criminal work, have a lot of experience, like sounds so douchey, but in constitutional issues and like, I really thought, well, there's no fucking way, you know, like I understand it's a hot topic political. I understand it's supercharged, but judicially, like there's no way that'll happen. To to do that, like to, to, to do that, you would have to basically throw out literally all the law we've made for the past 40 years based on no actual reasoning or precedence. Right. So that was my initial, like I, I didn't, I guess it felt scary because of the trajectory of the country, but I didn't actually think it was possible legally. Yeah. Same. Claire coming from your point of view, is is that kind of what you and yourself circles were thinking as well? Like there's no way this will happen. Yeah. I mean, obviously in hindsight, it feels like how we all said, there's no way Trump can get elected, you know, like just all of these like un these unimaginable things that have like growing up thinking that we actually have a democracy and it's going to self-correct and all of those, you know, uh, sort of instincts. So I, I also, I think probably outwardly I was like, Oh my God, it's going to happen. But I don't know that internally I really thought it would that, and you know, I'm friends with Lauren and all of us are talking about this constantly and we're, you know, having these discussions and I don't, I don't think any of us really thought that that would really occur in, in our yeah. heart of hearts. Multiple text threads. Most that have Vance in it 
all, all everybody's just like, there's no effing way this yeah. is like, I, I, I think, and I didn't, I didn't even have this as a point like written down. I wasn't aiming here, but like we, as, as the, the liberal faction, that's not true. We are number one. We're, most number. conservative podcast. So, I mean, that's obvious. Did you know that, Lauren? But, that we're number yeah, we one? are America's number one, number one yeah. most conservative right here. So, very welcome to the show. Thank you both for joining us. I I'm sure that was very, yeah. very, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very. But I think yeah. I think we are starting to realize, just as a society, that the the push and the strength and the the level of seriousness that I guess to call them the opposition or just the, the conservative strength, they aren't fucking around. Like, they are genuinely coming to try to undo, it seems, everything we've ever undone. And I didn't take it seriously until, like, last week or two weeks ago, whatever the yeah. fuck. Like, I'm realizing, only, like, every time I think, oh, no way, yes way. Like, it just continues to be yes, yes way. So, so at least just, like, legally speaking, are you surprised that they were able to make it happen, you know, under the confines of the law? Like, are you surprised that they were able to wedge it through? Or do you even feel like, they, you know, you guys are lawyers— did, yeah, how, how do you? What is your take on how they actually did it? If they are reasoning and logic, I mean, Lauren, you should answer this. But the the, I mean, I want Lauren's answer. But they didn't. They just made up reasoning, and they they just said that this right to privacy that we have is not like an, a, a right that the Constitution grants you. So none of this stuff is real, and they're going to come after gay marriage and all that kind of stuff. So well, they they yeah, I mean they. Basically, you know, they said there's no federal constitutional right to an abortion, and it's housed and couched in the right to privacy and exactly what Vance is saying in, you know, Thomas's opinion where he calls all those out. Um, And that's really, really scary. But I think the thing is, how did they get there legally? That's the scariest part is it doesn't. It does. It's, it's, you know, really what is to come because they just ultimately crafted a, they, they created the outcome they wanted. They wanted to overturn Roe. They didn't need to overturn Roe to uphold that law. Hmm. And that was Roberts's point. You know, Roberts had his own opinion and he said, we should not have overturned Roe. We could have held, upheld this law without undoing 50 years of precedent. Um, you know, so Roberts, like many times, is not the in the same groups of like the same piece of shit group as the others. But <laughs> That's the part that's so scary. It's like they went to the end first and then they just like figured out a shitty way to get there. Which is the opposite of literally what our legal system is. Yeah. And that's what freaks me out too. It's like another reminder that actually just humans are running all of these systems. Mm -hmm. Things that we think are bound by policies or precedent or whatever. It's just people who made all that shit up and people who can just find ways to undo it. Like we're not really protected by anything structural. The thing is mm-hmm. with with lawyers it's all just though. Paper at the end of it. The thing yeah. is with lawyers though, you are bound to a, and it's a real thing for I would say ninety eight to ninety five percent of lawyers out there. It's a real thing of like you are actually bound to a ethics code because if not, like this, like I mean, you take it, you have to take it really seriously because if you don't, the whole thing falls apart and you don't, you can't argue fairly. Like I can't go in court. And expect a fair argument for my client, just like they can't if the rules of ethics are not the same. If, if people are not following them, and they're not severely punished. So it's like these people. You'd think that the judiciary had some sort of, like you're saying, Claire. Like, yeah, like they're just. But humans, like you'd think, like maybe they would operate on some sort of morality or some sort of ethics code into that morality. They can be the most immoral per- people in the world, but like if you. If they followed the letter of the law 
and professional ethics, there's no way that decision would have ever come out. So it's it, that's why it's just kind of shocking, I think. Maybe that's what I'm getting at. The expectation that they will follow this law or right. this, this 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 ethics code or whatever. I think we need to start realizing that they're that's not part of their book. But like that's we knew not, that, that is not in their head. Uh, we knew that in the this is why I'm going to be silent for a lot of this because like or like when I'm not because like this uh, top, Claire, I did, Claire I will bet you a dime that is not true. I know, I but like I I will bet you. A I just I hate dime. this topic so much <laughs> because we didn't that had never Lauren had that ever happened? Has anything like this ever happened in terms of like? such a big issue being shoehorned in before like shoehorned into what they wanted it to be without you know any legal precedent like before like the 1940s has that happened oh i don't know i mean i i can't answer that but i mean this this is certainly i think the most pivotal groundbreaking slash horrific you know example of judicial abuse Uh, um which was what people said about brown you learn and like (laughs) I mean, you learn about this in law school really early on about the principle of stare decisis, which is that you adhere to precedents of the court. Um, so when you go into court and you're arguing, you know, like, okay, if I'm going to court and I'm arguing for something based on the, you know, a, a line of Eighth Amendment cases, I'm going to have to acknowledge what those cases are and what they stand for. And I can argue that a court should do dif- something differently and give some reason why, but ultimately they're bound by those principles. And that is the, you know, you learn that in your first year of law school. And that is like what failed here, right? Is that oh. this precedent was row 50 years old and it was just thrown out the window, you know? Yeah. And again, like I know I'm repeating myself, but that is what's so scary. And as all these other cases that are literally being called out, you know, Griswold, which is the right to contraception, which is couched in a right to privacy, Lawrence v. Texas, which, you know, overturned a law that made it illegal to have, you know, to have, um, to engage in sodomy. And what's the other one? So those, there's those two. Oh, uh, Ogerfell. And uh, Overfell. Right to gay marriage. I mean, did you, know like... Lawrence, did you know Lawrence was written <laughs> by Kennedy too? I mm-hmm. did not know that. So... so- Here's, here's my question then. Dark times. Why do you think the powers that be, uh, whoever you may feel is pushing this agenda, I mean, I, I think it's just big money. Why do you think they're pushing this? I know it's, I know it's usually shrouded in the religious thing, but, and again, remember what I said up front, if you truly believe it's murder, I'm not even mad at you for believing that, but I think wrapping up in religious is just to get votes from Rubes. I really do. I think it's just an easy way to push uh, against logic. People that think Why it's murder, you think? fuck you. You're fucking wrong, and you're taking away people's rights. So no, fuck those people. But okay, but still, why? Why are we pushing it? Why? Why? Whoever it is pushing it, why are they pushing it? Because it's the, I. I don't believe for a second that the people at the actual top that are pushing this shit care about the murder. Let's not pretend. If they did, guns would be illegal. So stop. Why do you think they're pushing it? I um, I saw Cecile Richards speak um. In New York, she's the former head of Planned Parenthood, and it was right, is either right before she stepped down or right after. This must have been like 2018 or 2019, even. And at the end, and it was great talk, and she was kind of lame ducking, so she was like, didn't really care about the political repercussions of what she was saying. Um, And so, anyway, someone got up and asked a question like, why are why do people hate abortion? It's essentially the same question. Yeah. Like, what's the deal? And is yeah. this just money? And 
she gave the most chilling answer, which was, I think it's really comfortable to think that this is about money or selfish type, like um, um, frivolous sort of motivations. But she was like, but I've been in so many meetings and in so many situations with people who have this, who are running this. And it's totally about power. It's not even about Mm. money. It's totally about power over women. And it was the most upsetting thing to tell a giant auditorium full of women who are there to be inspired. And like, I don't know. So I always think about that. I'm not sure. I, I think that it, I think it seems inconceivable to to us for someone to be out for that much power blindly, but I do think that that exists. Ugh. Yeah, That's and like brutal. at this point, it's you know I think we all well I don't know for a while I had a knee jerk reaction of no like this can't be an ultimate war on women right but how do you conclude otherwise you know <laughs> I'm I'm gonna tell a little a uh, little story about something that happened to me yesterday. Oh, Jesus. Um, Perfect. Yes. So I have an IUD as my form of birth control. Oh, I didn't realize you were the devil. I had no idea. I literally are the devil. Preventing life. I don't know about every day, but every every week, maybe two times a week, she's (laughs) preventing life. Let's back that up for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I think the better part is the backing it up for a second. Yeah, hold yeah. on. Hey, now. Let's just, yeah. Girl, you look good with your bike. That is, so. Uh, okay, so I have an IUD. Um, I was having, like, some issues, some pain. It's been going on for quite a while. My doctor says, you, you know, I'm going to write you an order. You need to get an ultrasound. I want to make sure that it's in the right place because some of the stuff you're describing, it may not be in the right place. I'm like, okay. Hmm. So I go to the radiology appointment and they say, um, well, here's this form to sign because, you know, your insurance isn't covering this. This is yesterday. And I was like, huh? And they said, yeah, um, no, your insurance isn't covered. So you're going to have to pay out of pocket. And the woman leans into me, like leans closer into the glass. She goes, I, you know, she's like, I, in the last year, I have seen insurance companies just stop covering IUDs. She was like, some of them will pay for the insertion of it, but nothing else. And so it was like, she's like leaning in to tell me this. So it's, you know, she's being sympathetic, et cetera. So I get this form and it says that I consent to paying for it. And the box is checked. And this goes to my insurance company that says, this is not medically necessary. And because it's not medically necessary, I have to pay. So of course I did my thing. I wrote all over it, gave it like the fuck you. Um, But it's insane to me that I had to pay to make sure a medical device was mm-hmm. put in correctly to make sure it's not causing me pain. And oh, by the way, if it is put in correctly, I will likely have to pay for the doctor to fix it. Yeah. And then yeah. if it, and if ultimately it's not compatible with my body, I will have to pay out of pocket to have that removed. And she said that they've been seeing this the last year or so. And oh, isn't that interesting with everything else that's going on? So it's like, how do you conclude that there isn't a war at this point on women? I mean, yeah, you know, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's fucking crazy. It's been going on for thousands and thousands of years. We just, yeah. you guys fought and fought and fought for a certain place. And now it feels like it's gone. Like p- part of what you guys fought for is now gone. And now you're going to have to refight for it again, 
which is and many ridiculous. people didn't even get it the first go around. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, <laughs> we're we were still at a point where there were still a lot of disenfranchised people, and that just further set that back as well. So I mean, there's there's still parts oh, yeah. of of our world. There's still huge sects of society that women are still fighting just to not be forced to wear a hijab. Like that's that's still happening. So it, it's hard not to correlate all of this. And obviously, I hear everything what you're saying. I I can't empathize to to an extent. I mean, I, I know my wife is just as angry as y'all are. She just refuses to come on the show because she's heard me talk, so she doesn't want it. But. <laughs> I, th- I think it actually goes deeper. I think there's genuine hatred towards women. There always has been, always will be. I don't understand why, but that's a thing. But I, I think it is a way to trap poor people. Now, the women thing, again, 100% true. Don't, I'm not disagreeing at all. I think it's a way to force people into the cycle of poverty. We want to make sure that we're having more and more children born into homes that can't afford them so they're all stuck working menial labor jobs for the rest of their life because you know the CEO of McDonald's or the fucking Mars family making chocolate, they need frontline workers. They need Amazon employees. Bezos needs more people. They're like building a forced army, essentially. Yes, yes. A a, a, a money-strapped army that has no choice because do you like food cool go work that shitty job because you're a you were never given the resources to truly educate yourself to lift yourself out of this poverty and b we are giving you no other options for money so you're stuck go to amazon and go lose your arm in a fucking mill or whatever the fuck i genuinely think it goes that deep do you think the 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 powers that be the nefarious powers that be have that as an active goal or operate based on blind power and selfishness. And that's the consequence of that goal. Cause I think there's a lot of people who are also just really fucking dumb and mean, but not yes. necessarily trying to take over the universe. But, but I don't know. Maybe yeah. that's a comfort. They're being controlled I, by the people you. that, yeah, I think the dumb people are being lobbied by people who do have that as a goal. Yeah. I, I think where the money comes in from the side that does want that, and the people that are in power are just too dumb to realize. Some people are probably the, in the on the system, but I think good, some are just too dumb. I think the prison system is a good example of what yeah, you're talking that's about. Fair enough. Oh, like yeah. they, they create. I, I forget the stat uh, I saw the other your day. Your license they create, gets suspended like, for a. You get a some sort of random violation that has nothing to do with driving a car, and your license gets suspended. Like why? Yeah, so now you can't make it to work. So, so now, now you're stuck. So, so now you're yeah, so now, and now you're now you're gonna owe those fines, and then yeah. it's all like it, it's, yeah, it's, it's a all, snowball. Yeah, it's all it's like a snowball effect gear. to keep you stuck. Well, and it goes even further too because let's say you're already in the system, so you're on probation, and then you don't make it to your job, and then your parole mm-hmm. officer, you know, probation officer finds mm-hmm. out, or you don't have a license, so you can't drive to meet your probation officer. So then you yep. get violated, so then you get charged again, and you're right. And back then in you know how this ties. You know this ties in though. Imagine all that being a woman. Well, you already got all this, everything else you working towards you, every, right? Yeah. Like you already have everything else working against you anyways. So it's just it, another form of like this cycle that they want to put you in, which is this like helpless, like powerless cycle. Yeah. They, yeah. they want you to be stuck. I, I tr- and, and Claire, to your point, whether or not it, it comes about via ignorance or via purposeful acting, I can't pretend that I know. Probably a good mix of both. Honestly, I, 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 don't, I don't see how it's not both. Because there's obvious incompetence in our leadership. That's that's clear on both sides. Democrat, Republican, men, women, liberal, conservative. There's plenty of fucking greedy idiots up there. But there's there's also people. That, if I can think of this theory, people that have billions of dollars and all the time in the world to figure out how to make more money can definitely think of this theory. This is yeah. not a hard concept. And we know, like, remember there's those, like, Nixon tapes or, like, um, people who work for the Nixon administration who are like, yeah, yeah, we, we, we knew it was an active goal. The war on drugs was supposed Purposely. to hit. 
X, yeah. Y, and Z neighborhoods yeah. for people for people of color, like black we, neighborhoods, black, neighborhoods. black and Mexican and, and Latino, and They're not white neighborhoods. That's what we're trying to fuck up. That's all. Right, that's, right, that's right. a fact. Um, it's awful. <laughs> So why so would they guess, stop you know, there? We know that why would there's they stop there? there. Yeah. Well, do you know what's upsetting? So... This is not like to change the to divert a little bit. It's like row. Let's see. So that's going on three weeks ago this Friday, and I feel like it's not even being talked about anymore. That's you know? only three oh, yeah. weeks. Are you shitting yeah. me? That's also crazy. That was, yeah. The time is three weeks. It's Friday. Yeah. No. One. Wait. No. Two. Wait. Help me with time here. A lot let's happened. Say no. Three days, weeks. I think. Three weeks. Yeah um this friday and it's like yeah. i just you know i'm not seeing it on social media anymore i'm you know so, even the waves of articles about the horrors of legislation being passed in other states these trigger laws you know places like just horrific stories and it's because i guess our news is our news cycle is so insane and there's so many awful things happening but it's like it's already gone and but that's still our reality, and that's not only scary to me because how do we get out of it, but it's also really sad, um, and it makes me really sad because it's like, yeah, man. you know, that that is our reality, and this is going to be our reality for quite some time, and are we just – is it just now being – is this just the norm, and we're just accepting it? Like, oh, okay, well, this is the shitty world we're in now. And there are those stories – like, the there's the story of the 10-year-old um, who was raped – I forget what state that was. Indiana? Ohio. Yeah. Oh, it was Ohio. That's so funny. I was telling someone earlier it was Ohio, and I was like, I don't think it's actually Ohio. Anyway, I don't know why that's funny, but I guess I thought more of Ohio. Um, so funny. That's hilarious. Yes, right. so funny. Jokester, hilarious. jokester on like, the show. Well, was, you are perfect for this uh, podcast. Number one, most conservative rape joke telling podcast. <laughs> that's uh, what people think of when they think of me. Um, but, you know, like, so that one, like, really blew up across social media and was really upsetting. But to your point, Lauren, like, you know, it's like it's like an outrage, but that feeling of helplessness is really profound. And I don't know. It, I think it's hard. Like everyone works within a sphere of influence. Like, you know, I don't buy, I don't shop on Amazon Prime Day because I don't believe yeah. in it. Like, what's the the what's the power? I think there's a lot, probably a lot of answers to this, but I think every, most people feel a sense of helplessness when the fucking Supreme Court has made a decision. Yeah. Mm. That's when it was bad. How That's could I, I possibly do anything? I cannot buy on Amazon Day. I can't make the Supreme Court yeah. do something. Sweet. Well, I think yeah, you didn't. It's yeah. hopeless. But the people yeah. that are supposed to, the people that are on, the, we've got a two-party system here, right? The people on one side are doing all this shit. The reason I think we're, a lot really really defeated is because the people on the other side trying to stop these people have no spine whatsoever and they've 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 like they've do you have any trust that they'll do anything that's why we're not hearing anything about it because they're not raging about it republicans are rage oh sorry republicans who you support on this podcast and we really like Mm -hmm. and we really we really support them trumpers uh they're ranting and raving about everything every single day no matter what and they'll keep doing it but I feel yeah, like the other stop. side doesn't do the same thing. They don't fight fire with fire because they're spineless. And that's why I think this one, because like when the Supreme Court goes like, all right, it's like it's over. There's nothing to stop it now. Yeah, that's the end. We just have to accept it. But oh, go ahead, Claire, go. No, I mean, I agree. And we're, I don't want to, I, I think that the Democratic Party has an inherent problem by representing too wide a scope of people because it's just, 
a bunch of white angry people on the conservative side and then like Mm -hmm. everybody else on this other side and how do you speak for such a multifaceted I don't even want to use the word diverse because it's so yeah, cliche. diverse doesn't even start. Right, yeah, that doesn't even start to touch progressive, it. maybe I don't know. It's well, crazy I idea, mean, not even it. even within the Democratic Party, there's a lot of factions of people with different philosophies. Like it's just not wholly representative, so they don't make any they don't make any moves because they're stressed about pissing off a bunch of random yeah. people within right. that. Like that's why those two parties just don't work to represent everyone. You know, but I mean, I agree with really- you that. There's nothing going on. There's nothing happening. That's Nobody's point, getting though. inspired. There's, it's a lot easier to centralize the 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 voice and like what's going on it's, on the right side than it is on the left. Well, You're right. It's yeah. not really happening in it's it's happening in in state and local gov, you know state and local government, which is helpful. I mean, we're seeing like being mm. inundated. You know, Maryland's got um gubernatorial races and and all that this year, and you know that's a, that is a centerpiece of you know protecting the right um the right to abortion and so i maybe that's what it is or because it's now become a state's issue you know it's being colorado just codified it thankfully yeah we we, we just had said it that's why like so my wife and i looked at each other we're like and again we've been talking about this a lot so the kids have had some questions Avery, like, you can't move yeah can't, like you no know, that's why like we were like we, we're not moving like until the kids yeah. are old enough to make their own decisions, and if they would choose to move somewhere, like yeah. whatever, that's up to them, I guess. But like we seriously, not I would never want my kid to have an abortion. Like, and that's that's the main point of this. Well, Again, no that I'm trying person, to, to hand, no, we're not. Pro, no, no one is pro abortion. Have an no. abortion. Yeah, but I think you know if you there's a lot of merit to saying too that like the more we say that abortion is an undesirable circumstance, the more it pushes this narrative to a harder place oh, like it, it there is no moral there's nothing morally wrong about an abortion it's health care there a 10 a, a year old who gets raped should be able to have an abortion a 15 year old who's having sex for fun should get should be able to have an abortion a 45 year old who has an ectopic pre- pregnancy or just had a rousing night out at just a bar. Doesn't like, want it. Yeah. Or doesn't, just someone that doesn't. Or just want doesn't to want to be pregnant. Your body. You can Your just. It does not matter. And I think that that this is not an original thought of mine, but like you know that uh, that narrative has done us a disservice over the course of time. So you think? It, so you think I would we never should say pro-choice. We should say pro-abortion because I always said no, like no, it's for pro-choice. The it's pro-choice, but the okay. other side is anti-abortion. It sure shit isn't pro-life. Yeah. Okay, but it, I would okay. never say, man. I hope my kids don't get stitches. If they fucking need stitches, get stitches. There's, there's no like, I oh, I hope my kid never needs a band aid. Well, like that's I mean, not fu- that, who gives a shit. I don't think there's anything wrong with you know saying that in the sense of you could associate. There are plenty of circumstances. I would imagine I've never had an abortion. I would imagine there's plenty of circumstances where an abortion can be, um, maybe varying varying degrees of traumatic for somebody. Um, I think it can also be massively, you know, feelings of massive relief for plenty of people. I think of like, no one wants an abortion in the sense of, you know, I never want, it's not fun getting pelvic exams. It's not fun getting anything (laughs) done down there. So to me, it's like, well, that's, that's where my mind goes. Um, but I don't think there's anything wrong with thinking I don't want that for my kid because you're imagining that it's traumatic for them. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I'm saying? And um, there's a lot of people 
who it's not traumatic for and you and you don't even have to get a pelvic exam you order a pill online and you take it and you're not pregnant anymore like i think that there is this thing that like you know particularly conservatives build this as like this horrifying choice that a woman has to make this is sophie's choice of whether this child will live or die and it's like that's just not it's just that's just not what it is well and i have a friend in fact vance we have a friend uh who had an abortion in high school and now she has, she's got a, a husband and two kids, and she's happy as fuck. And she's so happy that she got it. She's like, my yeah. life is infinitely yeah. better There's because so of this. so many stories of those. Those stories are, are, I think, today, literally our generation and moving forward, are going to be more present. Because but, growing up, I never heard that story once. Literally, as a 14-year-old, I never heard any person say, I'm glad oh, I had an point. abortion. Where nowadays, there are at least some coming out and be like, no, thank God I, I get him now, Joe. Well, that's too they fucking goddamn. But at least the ones that had them a few years ago when they could get them while they're hot because they're gone now. The ones that did were like, yeah, I'm glad I did. And those stories need to be circulated more. But what also needs to be circulated, guys, is this week's quiz, everybody. Oh, get excited. Oh, okay. This week is all about worldwide abortion statistics. Why all of you oh, tuned God. in. Thank you for listening. This is according to Shit. the Charlotte Lozier <laughs> Institute. Uh, LozierInstitute.com slash world leaders in abortion top 10 countries. <gasps> what country has the most abortions per year? Mm. Oh my God. Can we get like a. Man, continent? I'm going to go. I, this is going to nope. get racist. This is going to get gonna racist. Be terrible. What country? So I can't this is say, America's number one most conservative podcast. I fine. hate this, but I'm going to say El Salvador. No. Damn Not it. even in the top 10. All right. What country has the most. Argentina. I can give you is a Is this hint. like per capita or just objective numbers? Just numbers. Of just total number of abortions. Catholic. United States. It's got to be Catholic. No. In fact, also no. Catholic. I think it would be Catholic. Just th- I'll just... give you a hint. Just think population. China. China. Oh. Nine really? million a year in China. Oh, duh. I mean, yeah. that makes yeah. just, what just, did I guess? Just France? straight numbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <France. laughs> and that's, why, that's why when you yeah, said El Salvador, El Salvador, I was like, they don't have enough people, man. They don't even have nine yeah. million people. China's, you know, done. Yeah. Anyways, next question. Of these three countries, which one has the most per year? India, Vietnam, Japan. India. India, yeah. Japan. India, 600K, Vietnam, 300K, <laughs> Japan, 250K. Vietnam, 300K in Vietnam. That's like, they're churning them out, man. Um, which of these two countries has the most? And, and I will give you a hint. They are basically tied. So it is not, it is, just, it, is, it is the slightest of margins that one has more than the other. United States or Russia? Oh. Russia. The United States. U- U.S. Russia has 1.1 million a year. United States has 1.2 million a year. Oh, USA! Oh, USA! Yeah. USA! USA! Well, better in every but, but they have half our population, right? Do they really? I thought they were pretty close. I, think, I don't no, know. I think they have half our population. I, mean, I thought I, it was a relatively last close. Time That's I worth che- looking up. Last time I checked. I am pretty sure. They yeah, do. They have 144.1 yeah. million. So Boom. I'm, Russian geez, history. Per population. capita, they have Russian, the most by far. Yeah, Russian history Good. major, baby. God. All right, last one. Uh, who has the most? And, and England and Wales is considered as one thing here. France, England, and Wales, or Turkey? Turkey. Turkey. France. France. Nice. 200K. England, England and Wales is so one. <laughs> That's a lot, England, too. England, Wales, 190. They, Turkey is France 175K. Has, 
France has half of Russia's population. I'm pretty sure. I tr- I trust you. You were right the last time, so I, I have no reason to I have no reason to question you. All right, so here's something I just want, I want to throw out there and just curious the the female point of view of this statement, the the general man cop out, which I, I'm starting to notice in researching this episode, a lot of dudes take this stance of just like, well, it's just up to the women as long as stay out of it. So many different versions of that of like, well, I don't know that I should even have it. In my opinion, that's too soft of a stance to take. Do you feel the same or, or what, what is your – because there's, there's so many different ways to word this and there's so many different people I could quote, but I'm not going to. What is your take on, on the idea of, of, I don't know, the soft dude just stepping away, not taking a stance? What is your thought? It's a total cop-out. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so that's I mean, where it's, it takes two people to create a baby. Like God intended, man and a woman. Thank you, Claire. Even putting that aside, this is a human issue, and it should not be a women's issue. Like even even putting aside, it takes two people to make a baby, etc. When something egregious is happening to a population of people, fifty-two percent of the population. Yes, people should rise up, and it doesn't matter if you're man, woman, whatever you know, anything. So I I, I don't know. Gender spectrum doesn't matter. Well, and I definitely agree they should be outspoken about it. I mean, you know, like, you know, even if you look on Instagram, I'm sure you've seen this, Lauren, like every woman I know has posted about this in rage over the last month. And the number of men that I know who've, who've said anything about this publicly Hmm. and maybe putting something in your Instagram stories is like frivolous and dumb, but it's, there's something something to be said for that. And and I also just think that you have to, if you have sex, then you have to form a, a thought about this. Hmm. I, I'm trying not to say what I want to say, which is if you're against abortion, shut the fuck up. And if you're pro-choice, get really loud. But I do think that like you, you have a responsibility to your point, Lauren, to like, to think about this and it, it's a and good speak point. about it. It 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 yeah. it it does. Uh, misogyny affects everyone negatively, and mm. when you say mm. nothing about this, it just furthers that, including men. And yeah. who who put this in the place? Right, mostly white men. Yeah, right? old white. So dudes. if the white the white dudes are not speaking out about this, nothing's gonna like we've got the system we've got right now. Like, and the people that are like in power are white dudes. So if white I dudes are being it. like, That's true. All right, like. It's not our problem. Placent, yep. yeah, yeah. It's like nothing will happen. I do so, understand that, like, maybe. What do I do? Is the there's question. some degree of feeling un- like, you know, uncomfortable or not sure. You know, am I going to be sticking my foot in my mouth? Like, I oh, I lost a headphone. The, honestly, <laughs> that's kind of why I asked the question because, and I'll tell you why. Uh, our little shows, uh, Instagram or whatever, it gets. 10 to 15 likes every week on the, on the Instagram post with the stupid pictures that I do with Vance and I's faces. I, I made a post about the, the Roe v. Wade thing. Zero likes, not a goddamn one. <laughs> You're the most conservative <laughs> podcast. What'd you expect? I mean, to be fair, I'm realizing our, our, I think our audience actually is pretty conservative. Whenever, when any one of these, like, it's very odd. I don't understand how you've listened to Like anybody listening, if you've listened to us, Vance and I bullshit for three years, how do you still think we're conservative? But that post is the only post I've ever made that got 
no likes, nothing. Wow. Like, what the fuck happened? Why, why did this suddenly? <laughs> but I get that's just so that's what honestly I was kind of asking, not necessarily for permission or, or I just wanted to, the, the, the feminine take on the man trying to because obviously I, the last thing I ever want to do is try to mansplain abortion. You know what I mean? Like, fuck me. Like, I, I never want to be that guy. But what I'm hearing is, is that you at least want. I mean, at least want a teammate, if nothing else. Yeah? Claire, what's that face? Give well, me. I was just going to tell a story about an argument that my boyfriend and I had on the day of Roe v. Wade. And oh, man. at the end of the day, Benoit. he was like, yeah, shut up. Ben. No, no. He was like, tell me if there's something else I can do to yeah. support all of this. And I went into a fucking rage and was like, how dare you ask me? to come up with the solution for how you can figure this out. And <laughs> oh, I think oh, it was a rough, it was a rough day. Um, and, uh, I don't think that going into a rage was necessary. Um, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll cop up to that. I think that that might've been I think not the best. I think it was a tough day and I think I get a pass too. Day. But I yeah. think that that is maybe also the fear that a lot of men, have of that like if you talk about this like you're gonna say the wrong thing or like someone's gonna be like give me a fucking break it's not my job for you to figure out where you need to go to donate to Planned Parenthood and I think to his point he was a um what are they called like a guardian where you walk a person to go they're like escorts for people going to get abortions good dude very good that's very good dude he did that uh which I learned after my rage um and (laughs) so actually he did a lot and I think he was just sort of like based on you being a woman having networks and understanding what's going on you might know of other things to do that I don't know about and so it's probably incumbent upon women to not go into blind rages when people want to be helpful and to not be defensive about that but also on men to really make a strong effort before you say tell me what I can do you're an adult go out there and figure out what you can bring to the conversation. Like, do, you, well, do that, your own learning. Uh, I literally that, just said that. Question, that question, yeah. oh, that's well, like, that question like supposes, it, it supposes that you have an answer that you haven't told us. It supposes that yeah. you know exactly how to exactly. fix this and you've just chosen not to bring it up. Like, why the fuck wouldn't you have been screaming it like, if you knew what to do? And well, use your brain. You like, use your brain. You can, you're, you're a smart person. You can figure out how to help I'm not. This it's thing. a problem. I'm really not. And I think but you know that. You do, do you get up and brush your teeth? Because if you if you get up and brush your teeth, you can maybe figure out how to support one side of an argument. I, no. I don't know. I mean, I'm not. That's a great point. Because I'm like, well, no, how do no, I help? No. How do I help? Just, just I don't know, man. Figure it out. Yeah. Like, to be fair, though, Claire, like, if Vance had come to me and said that, I don't think I would have gone into a blind rage. But I do know myself quite well. If I'm being honest, I think I would have been like, do I need to do this for you, too? Like, Ooh, yeah, I, yeah. Let, let me go through the laundry list That's of things I, came I already do, do in our marriage for you. You can figure <laughs> yeah. this one out yourself. Yeah, like, and it's like, I, I came up with the same game plan. It's emotional labor, too. And I think for it that, is. that day was so raw. Oh. For mm-hmm. that I think that's mm-hmm. also what struck me is like, on this of all days, is this a problem that I have to solve? And yeah. yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, Can we that's... put more on your plate real quick? Because yeah. we, we need you yeah. to do this for us. Well, you're thinking, but about I think this. it was a new <laughs> question me? too. I want to. Oh yeah, bless it's hard. To be fair, because I think Vance and I were both thinking it, and I, I'm going to pretend like I wasn't, and I'm also going to pretend like that's not what I have written down next. I... So we're just going <laughs> to skip that fucking section. No, 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 no. I, I'm not. I'm, in, I'm not going to go into a blind rage. So no, no, totally, totally kidding. But I, I agree. Like you should. It shouldn't be incumbent on just figure it out man like yeah, do you, you actually care about this anything then, 
Yeah. Anything will help. I mean, it, 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 speaking up, doing anything, yeah, going Benoit will help. I don't. Oh, God. I assume that's his name. I'm not trying to call out your He'll, boyfriend on this he, podcast. He, he looks fresh. Have, that's why it sounds so. Fresh. We we have twelves of followers, so he's about to be just yeah. by proxy. And he's going to oh, be yeah. super super famous. He All right, so how about this? Um, to kind of left turn, it, it, it's applying, but try to try to pull out of this. <laughs> if we pull out of this, you wouldn't need an abortion. Heyo. Anyways, we are the generation. Uh, I think we're figuring out the duality of emotion. And in fact, what you just said, Claire, kind of leads me to this is perfect. Like all of my text threads in different groups, Vance are a part of some of them. He's not in others. In fact, in fact, specifically the one with Vance, uh, Lauren, you, Vance and I, we were talking about uh, Roe v. Wade. We're texting about doing the episode. And then we like left turned to uh, like butt cheek jokes and like the, the tattoo butt joke. We are, our generation is learning how, and in all my other text threads, same shit. Like we, we were talking serious. We were angry and then we'd left turn to dick jokes or, or left turn to sports. And like, we have to juggle all of these things at the same time. We are figuring out how to be angry and, and riled up about this topic and so many other topics, but at the same time also capable of, while that's happening, having fun. It, it's a very odd thing that at least I'm noticing with my mother and my aunt, who I, I try to talk to these things about, they are incapable of that. And it's nothing personal. Mom, I love you if you're listening. I know you're not. I don't think they're capable of it because I think we're the first ones that are trying to do this, trying to be at the same time angry and, and action oriented, but also realizing that like we still need to make jokes. We still need to try and enjoy life at the same time. Do you feel me with like this compartmentalization of, of both of these? Do you all understand what I'm aiming with this? Cause I admit I'm not saying it very well, but you, do you feel where I'm aiming? Yeah. yeah that's I, mean, like I the, think it's trauma coping too. Shit. Frankly. Shit. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a hot, I mean, think of, think of the things that the nightmares that have happened just in the last two months in, you know, I mean, kids and school shootings and little children being gunned down and, you know, just on and on. And it's literally trauma coping. Um, yeah, you cannot immerse yourself in that nonstop or you will lose your mind. You know, so we like put our toe in and then we got to gotta pull yourself back out. Mm-hmm. It's like just to not explode from yeah. stress or anger or whatever. And I think it's also how our media is developed too. like, but that was like revolutionary when Buzzfeed first came out that they had like real oh, news yeah. and bullshit news, yeah, like that. all mm-hmm. mixed in together. Yeah. And now on social media too, like we're just all used to consuming like one horrifying article coming from the Washington Post and the next thing that we see is like a cat taking it yeah it's from the onion or, or you know whatever yeah, yeah i don't yeah. know why about it so like we just have normalized to how we take in information in that way man um, did you... so i definitely think that it is also trauma coping and like you, the brain can and emotions can only handle so much at one time did you guys know that in in seven in 1345 france's population was higher than it was in 1715 so in, thir- hit it. in 1345, there's a lot more stuff in there. In 1345, France's population was higher than it was in 1715. I got me on this. I'm like, I read. It's because they had so many abortions. That's why we need to what, help yeah, save the French for? population, everybody. <laughs> oh, there it is. Help there you go. save. The, but no, like that. To, to try and wrap up, I, I think that's the, the idea. Like, it, like admittedly. It probably the French people in 1345 have lived through worse than what we're living through right now. Obviously, you know, the yeah. plague or the actual civil war or some shit that's worse. I admit that. But like we were supposed to be past this like fucking 50 years ago. We were supposed to be past 
this. Do you have, any of you three, hope for the future that we won't always be doing this? This cycle will continue forever. Is there any hope you have that maybe we can break out of this? Or are we, are we doomed for this forever? I don't, I don't know. I generally subscribe to the concept that the arc of the moral universe is long and bends towards justice. I only because that's what we've seen happen historically, even if incrementally, even if we go backwards, sometimes we know that policies are better and more inclusive now than they were in the 1700s. So I, I do have hope for that, but I think it's not without great, great effort. Boof. This, yeah, that's well said, I, I, I believe the exact same thing. And I believed in it like so fervently until this Roe v. Wade stuff happened. And mm-hmm. it really took a notch out of my, we're not living in one of those times at least. Like, I don't think we're living in, we were living in a big arc, like a big, like uptick. And now I don't think we are. Now we're on the plateau. <laughs> yeah, for a while. And then I'll yeah. go back. Go back to going up. Go back to going up? Is that, but honestly, that, that's because like, that's my hope, obviously. But is that, is that your that. true thought? Yeah, I believe in that. Yeah, it's, it's what thousands and thousands of years have demonstrated. So, yeah, it's just this is like a blip, I guess, or just America is not going to be one of those countries anymore. Lauren, before we pass out, your last thought. Um, is Lord actively going to sleep? No, I'm awake. <laughs> She's just depressed, guys. She's just. I'm, I mean, aren't we all? Jesus it's Christ! So I'm heavy, heavy yawning, but I'm awake. I mean, on that question, um, no, I agree. I mean, I think it's really hard. I think we're in the thick of it. I think we're at. I, you know, I wish we were at the bottom of like this disgusting pit of despair, but I don't even think we are. There's a we're lot not. of scary stuff that's going to come before the court and. This has ignited a terrifying base and they have power and they're power hungry and we're going to see stuff starting to get litigated and it's going to, I think, get really, really ugly. Um, Yeah. But, you know, I mean, this is just like merely a blip in time. And so I have to agree with like Vance and and Claire that it's going to it's going to get better. My, Otto's my hope gonna is change that. the world. Otto's gonna Dude, that's world. honestly my my hope is that oh, our kids will he will they will have such access to information that we didn't have. When we were ten, we didn't have the internet. We didn't have access to all of the details and facts and stories of people that are actually saying like abortion was good for me or gay marriage. Clear like Raiden's a second best friend. It's a weird thing that they all say this or whatever. He has two dads and it's fucking awesome. And he's never he questioned it the first time we saw him at the pool. He's like, wait, he has two dads. So like, yeah, some people have two dads. That was fucking it. It was yeah. the end of the conversation. He never once questioned it again. It's normalized instantly for a six year old. And I think Otto will be the same. And I think all these kids. I genuinely have hope in the future that they will have enough information to combat the bullshit, but I don't know. Either way, thanks for listening, everybody. I'm going to leave you with a quote from Frank Turner, an amazing songwriter. Quote, if I was of the greatest generation, I'd be pissed. Surveying the world that I built slipping back into this, I'd be screaming at my grandkids, we already did this. So thank you all for listening. I do appreciate it. Claire, Lauren, uh, we'll have you back next time. We'll talk, uh, you know, we'll just talk rape for like an hour. That sounds good? <laughs> cool. Thanks for listening, everybody. See y'all next time. Thanks for having me. Also, Bye. guys. Guys.